Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash pitchitmoviepodcast. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash pitchitmoviepodcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash pitchitmoviepodcast for your free audiobook. Now, on to the show. We got 15 miles on this road, so what could we cover in 15 miles? Whoa, look at those fucking geese, like, hovering. That's crazy. All right, so let's paint the picture. We're on the New Jersey Turnpike right now, and we're leaving uh, a horror convention called Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, uh, which was a a convention that we frequented as the Gooligans. So it's been two or three years since the last time we were there, and we wanted to, or I wanted to, uh, see some old friends, some horror convention friends, which was which was great. I ran into little punk people. I ran into inked up merch, um, uh, little Megan's pet hor- pet shop of horrors. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And I was just along for the ride because uh, I didn't know anybody. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Sean, Sean, unfortunately, in today's episode of the Pigeon Movie Podcast, Sean has passed away. <laughs> Sean has well has did not join us on this road trip. Uh, we did have intentions of meeting up with a guest at Monster Mania, but due to conflicting schedules, we were not able to um, interview or have this guest on the show. But they will be in a future episode. And so I guess we might as well begin. Uh, uh, What's your name again? Will. Will and I decided we should probably record an episode while we're driving back to New York. You know, as a recap to what we just had gone through... Uh, and hopefully we could pitch it, pitch a movie. Hopefully we could pitch a movie within the hour that it takes to get from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, to Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, so it's um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a test. You might hear some honking. You might hear me having some road rage. Road rage. You're gonna hear my GPS. You're gonna hear the GPS. This is kind of like an impromptu, more interactive episode. Not like you guys can interact with us, but we're definitely interacting with the environment as we're trying to uh, survive the new because we do turnpike. we do have a meeting with Mr. Hollywood when we get back to Brooklyn when we get back to Brooklyn we're going to go to his Brooklyn uh, estate yeah and uh, we're going to have to give him we're going to have to deliver a movie like we do every week and so welcome to the Pitch and Movie Podcast my name is Peter Bune and I am Will Pintarich and here we are we're on the New Jersey Turnpike like I just said and yeah, so let's do this. Let's, well, let's. So how did you feel about Monster Mania? Because you know what? You you and I were having kind of like a, uh, we were in crisis mode for a little bit when we arrived last night, and we realized that we just don't like doing this stuff. Well, I spent – well, me personally, I spent 10 years. I'm like – yeah, I spent 10 years of my life as a monster traveling with other monster friends, including Sean – our co-host and it was I was as I was saying to some of the uh, my horror conference it felt like going to a high school reunion where I wasn't really sure if I wanted to talk to people that I saw and there were people I couldn't wait to see so it did feel kind of weird it felt strange it felt strange but one of my favorite things about going to I haven't gone in like three years was seeing new stuff like uh, Stranger Things art or people dressed up in Stranger Things cosplay or what else? I, you know, I, other stuff. I, I saw things that I had never seen at horror film conventions before, and I thought that was pretty cool. But or, well, like what? Well, I mean, well, pretty much like just different uh, new art, like new styles of art, new vendors, uh, people that were not necessarily like selling art or DVDs or VHS tapes, but selling like in between uh-huh. those things. Uh, and I and I thought that was pretty pretty cool mm-hmm. it just seems like we end up going to these uh we go to haunt fairs and we go to uh new york horror shows and you go to chillers and you go to mm-hmm. horror hounds and monster mania and i loved going to horror hounds it was a big party like you know what i'm not really a huge party guy in the first place i know we i felt like we're trying to force we're trying to force the party last night yeah we, we definitely tried to force the party well we did watch a man 
put his girlfriend in a headlock. Oh, we did. We did watch domestic violence we last did. night. And I got to say. Say it. She didn't have it coming. She didn't know no, what she did. No, no. It was a really mess up, like, to see it. Like, someone was violently um, handling his girlfriend. Yeah, some fucking cuck was out there strangling his girlfriend. And then security instantly, like, they followed the guy outside. And we were like, that, follow, that's the guy. We were like, well, I didn't see it, but Will was like, there's there's something happening. And then security went in and... Uh, now, me being the virtue-signaling gentleman that I am... Because women's rights, uh, I, I quickly jumped in and, and said, hey, stop it to the security guard. Do something. Yeah, do something. I'm, I am far too weak to I'm, intervene. I'm far, too, <laughs> far too weak of a beta male to yeah. uh, to do that. But now I got my hat on. and Oh, uh, yeah. So we visited. We saw um, – I saw my friend uh, Dan Turr, who uh, is the proprietor of Inked Up Merch. And you might have seen – uh, some of his stuff online, but he has um, the 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 Donald Trump hats that say "Make Horror Rated R Again," right? Yep. And I and I purchased I purchased one. Yeah, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie got one. Like Dan was telling me how uh, everyone he saw Rob Zombie wearing his hat, and he was trying to like try to figure out like um, how did he buy that hat? Yeah, how did he buy the hat? Because he never got like a, he never got an he order. He never got an order from Rob Zombie. From R Zombie. Yeah. So <laughs> he kind of did some detective work and his, uh, we fo- later he'll find out that his, uh, his credit card, his alias, it, it, uh, it expires six, 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 <laughs> but Rob Zombie. Um, yeah. So Will, Will was kind of, uh, going through like a crisis of like, what, like, should I buy it? Should I, he's like, should I get the, the red, con- like, uh, Donald Trump hat or the black or one or the black one which that, I feel like I should have still got the black one but well I, I was trying to tell you that you look like Ron Howard when you wore that hat so uh, I, just, I would look like Ron Howard if I wore a black hat I don't know I just wanted you to buy the, the Donald Trump hat Pete wants me to get beat up because we're going to be going when we end up in Brooklyn later today I'm uh, I'm going to be in a, a regressive leftist uh, haven bubble bubble yeah they're bubble and, uh, but when you wear the hat backwards, you look like um, Randall from Clerks. Yeah, but people still don't. People aren't going to read the make horror movies rated R again part. They're just going to see the red hat and they're going to see make again uh, <laughs> <laughs> R. <laughs> so um, should we like uh, make horror movies Republican again? So we're yeah. we're actually we're gonna we're gonna be driving for the next hour, and you will be joining us, and you will be listening to us as we. Drive. You will be joining us. You will be joining us on this road trip. And I've gone into a few road trips. I've I've actually went on a cross country road trip with Sean from Long Island to San Diego, which was one of the best road trips I've had. Actually, we left them in Austin. You left Sean in Austin. We left Sean in Austin. This is in two thousand. What What did he do? What did, why did he stay in Austin? We what? we were, uh, we ran we we st- he stayed with his with our friend uh, Alexander Hamilton, not. Not the guy who the play's about, but we do have a friend named Hamilton from the horror conventions, and he lives in Austin, and Sean decided to stay, and we kept going until we reached the other side of the country. But, um, and yeah, I don't know if you've gone on many road trips. You're going to go on one in a couple of weeks. Um, um, I go on I, I go on road trips. I went on a road trip last year to St. Louis. I'm going to go on the same road trip this year uh, to the, our, our yearly pilgrimage for people who build haunted attractions in st louis so i go to trans world mm-hmm. the halloween trade show where i get to see all my haunted house friends and uh people that i care about and have trained me in the industry and uh should be a good time cool 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 yeah but no big um deal. uh and then once we get to brooklyn we're gonna go to the alamo place. yeah we're gonna go see uh what's the plan go see kong the plan to see kong skull island probably I, which i hear is racist I don't know. I didn't hear about that. I heard it was racist. So I'm going to be looking out for racial undertones in Kong. But I saw, I wanted to tell you, I saw Get Out twice this week. I loved it so I much. have only seen it once, but I thought that movie was amazing. I don't know if we should. it should be a spoiler-free commentary on no, this. No, fuck them. Fuck you guys. <laughs> By the time this comes out, actually, no, it's going to come out pretty soon. But, yeah, Get Out is awesome. If you haven't seen Get Out yet, go see Jordan Peele's movie, uh, I didn't know he had it in him. He's it's beautiful. For, yeah. Listen, it's beautiful. It like there are like the, one the intro. You know where like they're doing like the panning shot of the of the woods right at the beginning of the movie. Yes. The music, 
the the intro, the cinematography in this it film. It feels like an old school, like, 70s, like... Psychological, like... Social thr- thriller yeah. is what he says. Because it's not even so much a horror... F- I mean, it's horrific what's what happens to these people in this movie when you find out. And I, I took it as very, very white liberal people who have this enormous amount of guilt about what happened with slavery... Uh, inadvertently insl- continue to enslave black people, take their culture, and also take their their minds and bodies. It is a white liberal. Yeah, they were def- social thriller. They, they are definitely like the white people in the movie are definitely this, the people that would have a, voted for Obama for a third term third, for a third term. And if you and they ha- want you to know that those are always those white people that want you to know. I would have done that. And my favorite character from the movie though is the best friend, the TSA. Yeah, and you know he's 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 he's, uh, he's British. No way. Yeah, well, he's no, British. I know that the lead is British. Oh, he's British. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. He was in Black Mirror. He was in the um, an episode of Black that, Mirror. The fucking episode where it's the the porn chick. Like he's stuck in that room, right? Well, he's like in the, some kind of cube. And yeah, he's the like, TV room, the reality TV show kind. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Uh, okay, and so maybe I got also, my wires crossed about who was British or not. But he was one also of them is, in Sicario. He was in Sicario, Denis Villeneuve's uh, film. Did you know that uh, Phil Collins was in Studio? Studio. <laughs> he, he <laughs> Phil Collins performed the song Studio. <laughs> oh, oh, we got to keep left, everybody. So yeah. uh, speaking of being left, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice trend. Very well done. Well done. Right, I, I, I jumped right into. I'd like that. to paint a picture. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> so the Jersey Turnpike is not very scenic at all. It isn't. It's almost like <laughs> look at like they didn't even bother to paint these these metal uh, these metal it's rust pa- color. It's, it's rust, rust color. color. Yeah, and it's like you knew what you were doing when you put those in. They're eventually just going to have to replace them, and it's going to cost you know at cost of the taxpayer. I actually uh, on on the way into Jersey for Monster Mania. Um, I was actually pitching a couple of movies. Well, our guest, who we were supposed to have, um, which will he'll Skype in in a future episode, hopefully. But he was he's known primarily for making horror porn, horror porn. Yeah, he's or like done horror spoofs of porn. Uh, Evil Head, Repenetrator. Yeah, uh, those are the few that I can name off the top of my head. But when I, I worked at a porn shop. We would sell them. Oh, and a lot of people are interested in satire porn. That seems to be I a genre that doesn't go out. Uh, it doesn't change. Well, it never stops making me laugh. It never stops making you laugh, and there's some pretty decent penetration if you're into that kind of thing. But I, I was I was kind of preparing uh, beforehand, and I came up with uh, two, two. Well, let's just horror. talk. Let's talk about because well, I want to save. We should save them for when we actually want to like make a porno. Okay, but we should save them for ducks. Can I? We, we could talk about them. Okay, cool. So I was thinking of modern day horrors. That need porn spoofs, you know. Uh, so uh, another movie that I really enjoyed, a horror movie of recent recent times, is Split. So now, wait, do you I consider think, Split a horror movie? Uh, it's pretty horrific. No. Yeah, I guess it's. I guess it's. Yeah, no. You know what? There's genuine murder in there, and uh, so I think a, a, a porn version of Split would be what you said, Splat. Splat, splat. Where? Yeah. Well, I, my idea was different than yours. Where like someone would ejaculate on your face, and my face, th- their droplets of, of of semen, bodily fluid hitting your face would give you different personalities. <laughs> oh well, I was thinking uh, like in the in the movie in the action movie Split, uh, a man kidnaps three teenage girls and holds them hostage, and he has twenty three different, twenty three or twenty eight different. Personalities. I think it wasn't it. Twenty four. He had 24, 24. 24 different personalities. Yeah, so split personality. But th- this character for the porn version would have splat personalities, and he would have sex with these under no line because these these young women. So um, you were gonna say underage? <laughs> no, no. You would have sex with these um, these young women. So wait, when the, tw- with twenty three different re- personalities? You, would in this movie would there be a reenactment of us? Of, of, of the character getting in the car and someone's like, Dad? He's like, I'm your daddy now. Oh, like, I guess. Oh, and then, then then it goes into a scene of, like, car sex. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the opening act. That's the opening act. I think within the first, like, two minutes of a porno, you better have sex, otherwise you're, you've lost me. Yeah, I, you have a very short atten- uh, porno attention span. I, I mean, I'm used to watching you porn and Pornhub. And, you're and- watching me porn? You porn is a website. Oh, I thought you were I saying you're used it, to watching me porn. I would watch 
peat porn all the time. Yeah, sometimes I porn. Yeah, I'm Som- into that. Sometimes, I, occasionally, I'm known to porn. Uh, another idea I had is um, get off. Get off. Which is the... Uh, How does get off... What goes on with get off, though? Well, it would be... Uh, it would be white women mm-hmm. who are bringing their black boyfriends. To- <laughs> or, okay, so, for example, Tori Black, a porn star, would bring her uh, black men boyfriend. Yeah. A black man. Lexington, Lexington Steel. And then they would have sex in the opening scene. And it would be get out, but, like, with porn stars. Where there'd be a lot of um, young women... <laughs> it would be the same thing, pretty much. It'd be get out, but uh, so they'd it'd be, be called young get white off. women. Uh, like, oh yes. wait, so I gotta, I gotta ask you though. Well, there would be. There, would it know, be like a family that has sex with, tries to have sex with this well, black guy? Is, isn't that what like the, the dad like it goes into yeah, a gay scene? Well, isn't that what the TSA friend was saying that they were hypnotizing people to for yeah, sex, but, sex, it, but we, sex but slavery? The, yeah, but in the end, they weren't. Though. They weren't. No, they weren't. They, that's not a spoil. They were essentially spoil. taking the brains. Of okay, now that's white, a spoiler. That's a that's spoiler, a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. They take the brains of white people and put no. them in black yes, bodies. Yes, 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 yes. And they only leave Sorry. a fragment of of the, the the black person's brain in there, essentially just like making them like a shell. If you haven't seen the movie, I mean, it's already made a hundred million dollars in the box office by now. It's been out for two, three weeks. Yeah, let's just say that Sorry. He, uh, Jordan Peele, Jordan um, Peele, he deserves all the praise and and, and and claim that he gets for that film. And uh, I got to say, I'm proud uh, that someone's making movies like that. Uh, it isn't to say that horror films themselves have never with stopped a message. Being, well, horror has. I, I can't name one horror film that never really had some sort of message or was talking about mm-hmm. something. Well, even horror like, has always uh, been great with that. Night of the Living Dead. Well, that was even unintent. That was unintentional. though. George. Well, the hero. R- the hero says. was an African American. He was, but he wasn't intentionally picked because he was black. He was just the best actor for that role. Mm-hmm. And he, like, and in the politics of Night of the Living Dead, because I actually know a little bit about this, because I wrote a whole paper on this. Oh, tell school. me more. School me. Uh, well, let me just school you that uh, a lot of the sentiment that was political comes in because of the atmosphere that the film was, uh, uh, the fil- when they were shooting what was going on in the country, going through the Vietnam War. Right. So this is... So, I mean, this was a time 60s. like, you know, they didn't have to ha- make a movie black and white. Uh-huh. They just chose to because it, it, uh, it, it, it itself was cheaper to do. But what those zombies become, because the zombies look like people... Uh, you don't know who your neighbors are, uh-huh. and you don't know what your neighbors are. And we were still going through McCarthyist uh, timeline here, so we were always assuming that our neighbors were our enemies because you never knew knew who was red. Uh-huh. But I guess in this case, it's uh, it's it's you're better off exposing red than being dead and not a living dead, killing zombies, aka communists. Okay, all right, nice. So th- there's the little political shit but dawn of the dead was very political and day of the dead was the political consumerism dawn of the dead was all about consumerism day of the dead was about i think isolationism and like totalitarianism mm-hmm. uh and then what, what came after that uh land of the dead which obviously was about the bush administration and uh then george romero stopped making movies uh although that's not true he kept making movies after that but he just doesn't know how to make good movies anymore. Then there was Shaun of the Dead, which was about relationships. Yeah, which was Romantic actually the best George Romero movie <laughs> that George Romero movie George Romero did not make. Well, going back to um, Get Out, uh, Jordan Peele he had he added so much detail, really subtle details. Like his, he, I heard him. What say, was your favorite detail thing? You brought it up the other day. I did. Well. He did say that he wanted to make a movie like Shaun of the Dead, which was uh, like a palindrome, which mm-hmm. which you could watch kind of like forward and backwards. I saw it twice, so I noticed a few things the second time around. For example, um, all the pictures that Chris, the lead, all the pictures that he took were black and white. So like like all the photos in his on his wall that he hung, that he hung up and framed, were all in black and white. Mm-hmm. All the settings on his camera were black and white. I think that was intentional. Um, there's a scene where Allison Williams, uh, after the big reveal, like she's eating cereal. So she's drinking milk out of a black straw. I thought that was kind of uh, oh, a shit. little detail. Okay. She was she was she separated her colored fruit loops from her white milk 
and then she was drinking the black from a black straw. I thought that was a, a is that a nice representative little, that she's she's. A, I think that was a nice little. She detail. likes the, she likes the black dick. Maybe. Well, I guess so. I mean, that's what was. Yeah, happening. for a bunch of white supremacists, they make shitty white supremacists. They weren't white supremacists, though. They weren't. They no. weren't. They, they weren't were, white supremacists. They were uber liberal. liberals. <laughs> they were the uber liberal yeah. who was just like, I love black people so much no, they that did. I, they, yes. I need to live That they your wanted life. to be. They wanted to be black. And um, what else? Oh, there was a there was another scene where I noticed that um, behind, behind uh, Daniel Kaluuya, I keep pronouncing his name wrong, but there was like a painting behind him that like as as the frame zoomed in on him, it, it said Chris is dead behind him. His name is the character's name is Chris. Really? Yeah. It slowly zoomed in on him, and I noticed that it said Chris is dead behind him. Smart. Uh, yeah. You got a thing. You got. You got Well, the little things for me are the most important. Oh, and my favorite is that um, in the very beginning of the movie, like the the whole palindrome thing that like uh, Jordan Peele said he wanted. Like Shaun of the Dead is a good example of a palindromic vid, uh, a palindromic movie because you can go back and back forth. and forth. Because like in the beginning of Shaun of the Dead, they pretty much lay out what's going to happen at the end of the movie mm-hmm. through dialogue in the beginning of the movie and he did do that when Chris was saying I just don't want to be chased off the lawn with a shotgun and he's chased off the lawn with a shotgun at the end of the movie yeah yeah he says that in the very beginning of the movie he's like I don't want to meet your I just don't jokingly he's like I just don't want to meet your your parents and get chased off the lawn with a shotgun yeah but instead they just wanted his body yeah so I don't know I, there should probably be like a spoiler alert warning when listening to this episode because um, yes we do highly recommend Get Out and so let's it's time to do we, we should do, probably do we have to do you want to like probably maybe, pitch a movie at this time do you want to make like home. a social con- socially conscience like movie like a yeah let's try let's, social horror let's try to Jordan Peele this right, let's, <laughs> let's peel it back let's peel it let's peel, peel it, it up. back bro so here at the Pitch a Movie podcast uh, what we oh this what is hard and to, hard to do without Sean. I know sad. Sean. Sean's so good. sad. It's sad. Sean's the best at doing this. So I'm trying to do my best. Sean, do King. it as Donald Trump. So here at the Picture Movie Podcast, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. So here at the Picture Movie Podcast, what we do is what our job is. We work for uh, a man, a powerful man named Mr. Hollywood, and every week we have to pitch an original movie idea, usually with a guest. Or sometimes it's just the three of us, but now this is the first time it's just the two of us, just just Will and I, and we have an hour before we get before we have our meeting with Mr. Hollywood. So we have to come up with original uh, original idea from soup to nuts. Whoa! From dick to butts. Oh God! Uh, all I guess now before we get back to New York. In forty nine minutes. Before we get back to New York City. So, and right now, we, I guess we decided we're going to try to Jordan Peele it. Well, when we were, when we were at Monster Mania, we, uh-huh. we went up to the trauma table. Because I right. feel like you have to visit the trauma table. Yeah, like, you have to. It's like a thing that you have to do. It's a thing you have to do. They're at every single horror you get to If you really choose to, Lloyd Kaufman will let you kiss He was there. It's, yeah. always, it's always awesome One day, Lloyd we'll Kaufman. try to get Lloyd Kaufman on the show. Oh, my Maybe God. Maybe he'll only charge us for like a sandwich price. We'll yeah. maybe give him a sandwich to come on. I'm sure we'll take I, a sandwich. I, I'm thinking that'd be great. Okay, so what was what was your? Well, I was we look we were looking at the table and I was seeing their their obvious like wide library and you know Troma was always great at being not politically correct, yes, being completely absolutely. outrageous and absurd. And I I mean like you know me, Pete. I hate political correctness. I don't think political correctness makes people good. I think it makes people look like they're liars. And uh, and and I don't think it's a way just to just to be nice to people. And also, you why are we being nice to people anyway? Because of feelings, fuck it. So <laughs> why don't we make like a, a an a, anti politically correct movie? An anti politically correct movie. I that feel like has we a, could be smart, but that has a that. big politically uh, a, bu- a big politically correct message. Oh, Jesus, which is I don't know where anti bullying. Okay, anti bullying. Anti bullying. Now I was bullied as a kid. You know, sure. I got bullied as a kid. I had to fucking straighten up and fly right. Let me tell you, okay. in these people's eyes. But I, I, I stuck to the beat of my own drum, and I, I essentially said, "Fuck you! I'm going to do what I, I want, and you're not going to tell me how to live my life and how to think." So you raged against the machine. Yeah, but the machine was, you know, bullies. It was bullies, and in school, when I was like a little punk rocker in in school. Uh, with my Liberty Spikes and my tight pants and my crass t-shirt mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, there would always be these kids there, and we called them Nike Nazis. Okay. All right? Because they... And, and the reason why is, like, they were obsessed 
with rap music, black ah. culture, they were all Italian white people. Okay. And they hated black people. Oh, okay. They would always talk about how racist they were, and but they obsessed over black culture. Mm-hmm. So we called those guys Nike Nazis. And, like, you know, I had – this is – I'm going to throw an idea at you. Tell me if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Okay. I'm still I'm still not sure where this is going, so go, is, keep going. Well, I mean, we had talked about this a while ago when we had – uh, uh, oh. A gentleman on the show who said it was a bad idea to make this movie, but you know he's not here right now, and it's uh, just the two of us. It's just the two of us, so fuck him. And uh, no offense to whoever you are, I can't remember your name, but uh, high school shooting the musical. Oh my god! This is something that you and I have talked about before, and we right. like the idea a lot. And we both, I'm assuming we both like musicals. I'm down with musicals. I do. I I actually do. I th- La La Land was one of my favorite movies of 2016. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show, Cannibal the Musical. Cannibal the Musical. Uh, oh, yeah. So we were at the trauma table. And we saw Cannibal and the we Musical. Saw, yeah, Cannibal. That's the South Park guys. Yeah, South Park and guys. And Trey Parker and Matt Stone, if you follow their career, they love musicals. I mean, Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Book of Mormon is theirs. I mean, any episode of South Park. Uh, bigger... Better uncut, bigger longer uncut, bigger longer uncut was a musical essentially. I sent huge. It was musical. actually essentially it was Les Mis. For was point. it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Points. They, you know the yeah. It was Les Mis, kind of. Either way, I don't care if I'm gonna look like a fruit to people, or or a puff, or whatever you want to call. This is our podcast. Or whatever pejorative you want to throw at my throw my way. I want to make a politically incorrect movie that has a socially conscious message. Right. That kind of throws shit to the wind okay and says your feelings aren't important but what's really important is the message here i am i'm down with that i'll i'm in i'm in so high school shooting the musical came out uh, i saw did you see high school the musical i did i'm That's, sure this is when like i was in I, that came out when i was in high school oh okay so i think so i'm pretty sure that's when it came out if uh, not I think like 2002 yeah okay so i was still in high school when that happened i i watched them all because i have a niece and nephew at the time that were like two and three years old. And they probably liked those movies. They loved it. Yeah. And the, my, my sister's a Disney Disney kid. Okay, well, so you so. make it the same way very campy. And the story revolves around, uh, of course, you got to have your shooters. But we're going to get into, like, their character so archetypes. So are we talking, like, Columbine era? We're talking about this does take place in the early, like, that's late probably, 90s, 2000s. That's probably the most famous high school shooting. That is the most. Well, then you have Sandy Hook, if that really happened. Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying it did or it didn't. I'm okay. just saying there's some questions I know, that I need answered. I know you watch the same programs as as uh, Mr. President Donald Trump. I don't watch the same programs as Mr. Trump. You don't Trump. watch Alex. You don't watch Alex Jones I and watch, Fox and Friends. No, no. Listen, I do watch. I do watch and listen to Alex Jones just for the irony of it. He's crazy. He's fun to watch. He's really entertaining. He's a little. He's a little screamy. He's a little screamy, and he talks about people like they're goblins, and I find that to be amusing. Mm-hmm. But and he hasn't met a conspiracy he didn't like, just like you. That's true. That's true. But I don't peddle conspiracies as if they're real. Right. You just enjoy... I just enjoy the idea of a conspiracy. Okay. Maybe because I'm so Conspiracy. fed up with this life, the reality of life, that I'd rather believe that it's lizard people doing things than, it's our, than other human beings mm-hmm. and how pathetic I it's think that is. It's fascinating. I think it's funny. We have... The first time I ever heard you talk, you and Sean talking about your conspiracy of lizard people was on a long 10-hour road trip to... Uh, Cincinnati. Oh yeah, for Horror Hound, maybe three years ago. Yeah, but you know, Mike, Mike's really into that shit too, though. Mike believes that stuff. Does he? Yeah. I mean, I know we watched a bunch of videos where there were people like we were watching those. Well, we ended everything. Lizard, those YouTube videos of like lizard eyes on like well, celebra- yeah, celebrities. I like remember Miley how, Cyrus and. Uh, <laughs> I remember how we ended that night. We were listening to the. Uh, we were watching that video of uh, the random horn sounds in the sky that no one can explain. Like oh this, is, this loud trumpeting sound. I feel like we've been talking about conspiracies and not also we should probably integrate it into high school shooting the musical. I agree. Where I the, agree. at the very end, it's a cover up. They cover up the the musical. The, the I love where you're going with this. All so right. I know. I know. I have, so, I have the tendency to work backwards. Well, I'm, that's I'm just cool. the way. That's just the I'm way cool I actually write back, when I backwards. write backwards. We gotta we gotta get at least the the, the main tenants in do place it, do first. It. So okay, we need, so we need like a Zac Efron and a Vanessa Hudgens. Well, type. here's what I'm thinking. All right, you have uh, you have you want this movie to take place around a protagonist and and the other antagonizers. Okay, so 
I would say a uh, you have gangs in the school that are musical gangs. Like West Side Story. Like a West Side Story-ish kind of thing. And those kids represent punk gangs, hip-hop gangs, hair metal gangs. And mm-hmm. it's got like this Warriors-esque thing to so it. So the gangs are uh, musical genre-based. Musical genre-based. And they when they fight each other, okay. they use their music to fight. Okay. So you got you got a lot of like that finger snapping and stuff. But when the punk gang fights... The, uh-huh. the rap gang It gets into this Mashup battle of music Okay And uh, eventually It all starts working In unison with each other mm-hmm. But like That's how they determine What's gonna happen So you got the hip hop gang You got the The, uh, the country music gang <laughs> okay. You know You got a bunch of Different musical archetype gangs And then you have The two killers Who We oh, don't gee, know What do they listen to Well that's the thing Industrial when they're on, music No when they're on screen all it's you silence. hear It's <gasps> silence Oh that's freaking terrifying Silence Or static That's it's it's actually it's like uh, Trent Reznor's uh, like uh, David Fincher type of music. Yeah, like just like that, just like that, or like a disa- maybe disaster piece ish kind of stuff. Or like, have you ever noticed like uh, whenever Joker came on screen during the Dark Knight, it's just he has no theme. It's just like kind of like oh, it's just a tone every time. Yeah, if you watch the I listeners, think that- if you watch the Dark Knight again. Just, just pay attention so to what I was thinking is, you know, when the Joker came on screen. Things I also liked about movies from that time, uh, Fairly Brothers. Uh, I, at this time when I was thinking about this movie, I was watching uh, something about Mary, and I was like, uh-huh. oh, this movie right. needs to have a narrator, and it's got to be some fucking like Elliot Smith emo kid. Okay, that's great. A troubadour. Yeah. So He's a troubadour, the one narrating the story. So a troubadour is kind of like a folk singer who kind of, yeah, uh, pr- uh, gives... Uh, narrative propulsion. He moves the story forward Correct. through music. Okay, so that'll be like I don't know. That's like a, I watched Gilmore Girls and they had a troubadour type of yeah. character on this shit. So yeah, that'd be great. So there would there would be that guy because there are guys like that in high school. Yeah, they're, they're trying all- to pick up girls with their sad music. Yeah, but he's not. He, he he's just that nerdy like emo kid, probably wearing like a he's he's the kind of guy that's like wearing like a, a mineral t shirt. Mm-hmm. Remember mineral? No, post hardcore band. No. All right. Yeah, he's like he's like wearing shit like that '90s emo music. Like, Perfect. Because like there were kids like that in my school, from what I remember. I like it. Uh, and uh, all right, so it's got to be about a new kid that moves to school. He's not really accepted. Like he doesn't look like he could fit into any gang. Uh-huh. Maybe he's just like blue jeans, white t-shirt okay. kind of guy. And it turns out he's just good at all of it. He he, lo- he he could he can be the one, the link that gets the gangs to stop fighting. Okay. All right. So the story is really about him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it like you, you we get into like a process of like, all right, how do we create the drama for these kids? Like, how do we how do we do that? And uh, I just want to I want to pause this and and, and say, uh, Pete, your phone is going to die. Oh no! And we need it to navigate. So okay, why don't you why don't you worry about that real quick? And and guys, while Pete's worrying about that, I just, there I stopped it. Go ahead. How Continue. did you do that? No, it'll, you'll still hear it. But it just turned off the the screen. Oh. When am I going to know to turn? You'll hear it. Use your audio. Yeah. Once we get once we get through the Holland Tunnel, once we get to the Holland Tunnel, we'll be Holland fine. Tunnel. The Holland Tunnel. The Holland Tunnel. It's tremendous tunnel. Tre- it it links it, it links, links us all the way to Holland. We're going to build a wall between New Jersey and New York through the water. Yeah. Okay. C- continue. <laughs> continue. All continue. Right. Our, so we, our pitch. We, we 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 just need to like come up with a story. That's the part that I can never really figure out. It's like I know how I want it to end. So let's basically get to where the ending is. So like most most musicals, there's conflict. Yeah. If there's if there's going to be several. Well, let's let's focus on like say let's focus on the punk kids, and the hip hop kids. Okay. It could be like a mixed genre, a mixed fusion musical. Like what was big this year, uh, uh, or this past year? Hamilton was big, and then what they did was mix hip hop with uh, American history, and they, and they also so we could probably we'll have Lin Manuel Miranda, who's who did Hamilton. He'll write the music for. He's got to write the music for he's this. He's got. I don't. I don't know. This might be a little. Um, but here's who con- I, a little too controversial. I for want him Matt Stone Matt, and Trey Parker writing this, but I want Jordan Peele directing it. Oh, right. Okay, that's hot. That's hot. I think Jordan. I think were there there was there were some musical musical sketches on Key and Peele. Yeah, there were. The, where they did they made fun of like L M F A O. Is that yeah the, yeah? Uh, party party in the party. Okay, so that would be great. So we have Jordan Peele directing High School Shooting the musical. Matt Stone and Trey Parker writing. Damn, they would want to direct it though. Do you think they would want to? I would. I think so. 
Well, they, I mean, they didn't, they, like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, Book of Mormon, they didn't, they didn't direct it, right? No, they, I think they only wrote they the... wrote and produced it. Yeah. Yeah, but they had someone else write the music. So, yeah. So, let's do that. So, we'll have Jordan Peele direct. Yep. Trey and Matt write. Right. And then we have Lou, Lin, but while working with Lou... Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Lin, okay. Lou Manella. Lou Bega. Lou Bega. <laughs> Mambo number Mambo. five. So we have Mambo number five music playing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we got the we have the pedigree. We have got we the have, pedigree. We have well, the. Okay. Do you want to so start at the end? Story. Do you want to no, go to the end? Let's do the story. I, we already have the end. All right. So random guy, new kid moves to school, can't fit in. Maybe maybe sees a girl, meets a girl, who's meets a, a girl who's friends with everybody, who fits in everywhere. No, what if the conflict is like he's no? How do what if he's like a punky kid and she's a, like a hip hop girl? Okay, maybe. Oh, what if he get this? We get a Romeo what and Juliet he, situation. I got it. He's a trad skinhead. Oh shit! Yeah, you know, he's like one of those non-traditional. Um, he's one of those traditional non-racist skinheads that were around. What you, he's coming from like he's coming from like the city. Coming from the city, and he's going to like the suburbs, like a footloose. Oh, it's a footloose situation. Footloose yeah, situation where he meets, and then he, maybe he meets. Doesn't fit in. He's an outsider. Does, he's an outsider. He got a weird haircut. You think he's the bad guy, maybe because he's a skinhead. Because of the way he looks. Because the way he looks, and that makes you a judgmental fucking cunt. Okay. That's the point of this, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he meets. I think he should get together with the black chick in the in the hip hop gang. I like that. And yes. uh, and let's mix it up. Yeah, let's mix it up. Because why it not? Up. It's tw- uh, as as the whatever guy from Canada would say. It's twenty seventeen. Justin Trudeau. Yeah, he's so handsome though. He's so cute. You can't really be upset with that guy from him for him being nice. Our I mean, president looks like a melting blob next to him. Yeah, but if we had a young like, if we had a young Donald Trump as president, ew, he would look great. Ew, and he would look great while doing everything. No, and again, not a Trump. No, supporter. that's that's him saying that. I look great. Yeah, but it's the thing. And I look great doing it. He convinces people of it. Believe me. All right, continue with the story. (laughs) Continue with the story. Okay, so he's into this, uh, he's into the hip-hop girl, she's into him, but she's got to, you know, play it safe because, you know. I like, I think there'd be an awesome scene where he plays his music to her. He plays, well, his music. She doesn't quite get it, but he starts singing a song. His music is is black music. It's, It's reggae, it's ska. Uh huh. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So he's he's like again he's like one of those people that like loves traditional skinhead culture and he's wearing his Ben Sherman. This isn't not this is a Nazi skinhead. This he's, is like he's not a Nazi skinhead. Before it was appropriated. I don't by the consider Nazi or boneheads to be skinheads because the National Front co-opted. We're talking about movement. like this is England. But before yeah. before the eighties though, I'm talking yeah. about like a traditional like. Skinhead well, this this guy. takes place in the eighties. This place no, this doesn't. Nineties. Takes place late nineties, early two thousands. Okay, good. That's Columbine era. Columbine era. Ninety nine was Columbine. Yep, I think right. Yeah, yeah. So you got the punk gang, you got the hip hop gang, you got country music gangs, and they're like they're all going to battle with each other. All right, but we got to like this all has to end in like a saucy kind of like big war that's going to happen through music. Through music in this, they're all getting ready uh-huh. for this big fight that's going to happen. Okay. All right. But Why are before, they fighting? Why? So did this guy show up? Did this kid show up? Let's he's just tearing say, the school apart. Let's say it's Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Okay. Spider-Man. All right. Shave his head. Shave his head. Punk him up. Well, not punk him up. Like, you got to make him into, like, awesome Ben Sherman, looking. yeah. Look, Make him look fucking sharp. Fred Perry. Fred Perry, Doc Martens. Uh-huh. Got it. You know, boots and braces. Docs. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. He's the he's the cause for the main conflict in the school, but it's just because of the way he looks, not the way he looks. Nothing he does. He nothing he does. He doesn't. He's just, he's just like he's coming in his senior year. Yeah, which is the worst because you the don't worst. know anybody. You don't know anybody. I mean, you. We all saw um, Bring It On. I love. I saw I, it twice first in the of theater. All, Bring It On's amazing. I love, love that Bring movie. It On. I saw that several times in the theater. Uh, but like <laughs> the but the the main Sean's bo- gonna say. The same because I saw it, I saw it with him in the theater. <laughs> he had a major thing for Kirsten Dunst back then. Uh, I had a thing for Elijah Dushkush and her brother in that Me movie. As well. They were seniors Jesse that Bradford. that had just moved to that school and yes, uh, and that's and that's a really crazy dynamic. Good pull. Yeah, good pull. Good pull. Good pull. Um, 
So he's the, he's he's the catalyst for all the drama going on. He just wants to fit in, and he listens to like reggae and punk music, and he can listen to everything and hang out with anybody. He's just a really cool guy, but people but don't just like not him. at the school, not at the school, because people don't people that look at him like the the country bumpkin guys. They want him to join up with them because he's like, well, you're white and you like you gotta like country music, you know. Yeah. And the punk kids are like, wait a minute, man. You're not a, you're not a racist skinhead. You got to be with the punks, you know. You don't like Garth Brooks. And the black people, the black gang, the hip hop gang, are like some of them are like, no, I don't want to be like that against any person. And then like all the teachers, the principals, and the all the guidance fucking counselors. super white liberally people are like, this is this, is, this can't stand. Yeah. All right. And Every time he gets into trouble, just like Footloose, he gets into trouble, and it's like not really his fault. Correct. He's just getting kind of bullied. He's getting bullied. He's getting bullied. Even though people are... It's like, he looks like he'd be the one that's bullying, but because he's so different from everyone else, he's the one getting bullied. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like where we're going with that. So... Good. Like we, so we know that he's the main reason why there's a lot of infighting. He's got a thing for this girl. because it's like, you know, West Side Story, wrong side of the tracks kind of thing going on. Zendaya. Yeah. But she's also in Spider-Man. Everything I'm, just, takes, I'm just using Spider the new Spider-Man cast. So everything takes place in the school. They don't really leave the school. It's on the school grounds or inside the school itself. Gotcha. All right? So you don't know what these kids' home lives are like or uh-huh. anything. You don't know. Um, and, like, the, the, two, the two killers, the two shooters, who are going to be looking, like, very gothy-looking, I guess. I oh, mean, boy. you have to go for that. Matrix. Uh, yeah, they look like, look like they're in the goddamn Matrix. Uh-huh. Um, Listen uh, to Marilyn Manson. We don't, no, they, there's we, no, yeah, we're we not don't gonna... have every, any reference to what they listen to at all. Because when you hear them, you don't hear anything except maybe the static gotcha. or like the tone. Or like maybe you hear that ringing sound, like when a gunshot goes off. The villains are musicless. They're musicless. They mm-hmm. suck, they're, they're there to suck the energy out of things. Got it. But for good reason in the end. So let's, oh, no. let's jump to the ending so we could get to the middle and the beginning. I forgot what I said what the ending was. Well, here's the ending. Here's the en- You said the ending was a big conspiracy, and we're going to use that. Okay. Okay. So I always envisioned the ending to be like a fight's going to break out and it's getting narrated by our emo guy. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite And he's character. talking about it. And all of a sudden, just randomly out of nowhere, like the fight's about to happen. Uh-huh. And he's narrating it. And you're, he's looking at the camera. And all of a sudden, his face explodes. And well, he gets shot? He gets shot. And you don't know what happens until he falls to the floor. And oh, you see no. one of the guys there. And now oh, it's just no. static. Oh, All right, shit. so there is like a good five minute scene of them just blowing away every kid in that school. Oh no! All right, and then they're taking their body. You know, the the they take their own lives, and then the police come, and they are you know randomly dragging the bodies out onto the front lawn, or maybe the battle takes place on the front lawn of the school, the schoolyard. And Holy shit. I'm thinking about like the Wanderers here, that big battle scene in the Wanderers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And all these, all the archetypes are dead. Even the main character's dead. Oh, no. Yeah. Those no, two, you gotta... You no, hold on, hold on, hold they on. They gotta escape. Wait, wait, no, hold on, hold on. Listen to me. Okay. They're, everyone's dying in this movie. All right. Here's why. Here's why. why. Okay. Because while all the bo- while the body count's building up and all the bodies are being brought out of the school or they're covering footage of that, um, you're going to hear a... A mangled guitar sound as it's happening, uh-huh. and you're going to hear, and it's going oh, pan, he's, he's still pan over, to sing. pan over to the dead emo guy who got his jaw blown off. I think it should be the guy from Sing Street. Who? Sing Street, the 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 lead in Sing Street. He's playing that guy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He plays a guitar. That's fine. That's fine. As it's long a, as he can a, play. That's a musical, essentially. Play, play emo, but he he's, can. he's 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 got. He's got no jaw, and he's still trying to sing. Uh-huh. And the the music sounds kind of terrible coming out of his guitar. But then all of a sudden, everyone in the school that's been shot and has been horribly disfigured from the gun, the gunshot, they get including, up. Inclu- they all get up, including the people that, the, including the two guys that shot them, shot everybody, and they have beautiful angelic voices oh. um, when they sing. But you find out as everyone's rising from the dead to sing this one last song. Okay. The song's about tolerance. Those kids shot everybody because they were bullied for being gay. Oh. Yeah. So it's an anti-bullying movie. But then you want to bring the conspiracy part in. Uh, the, the, this, this, this incident is used by the government to block, uh, to block gun sales to people. 
Wait, what is used? The, this the incident that happened at the school. Oh, okay. They use that to they use that to imply more draconian, like so it happened. But it's like it's like how I feel about stuff like that happened with Sandy Hook. Is that that may one of the theories that I think is completely plausible and shouldn't be ruled out by anybody if they're if they're smart is uh, it was a drill initially done by Homeland Security. And or, and that drill ended up being. This is an used. Alex Jones conspiracy. It's not actually because that's very insensitive towards the victims and the families of these are children, Connecticut children, Sandy Hook. They never showed you a body. Would you show the bodies of? Sh- you would still see crime scene. There's no crime scene photos. Oh boy! Again, me not saying I believe oh. it. I'm just saying. From a person who You're refuses, You're refuses by... to believe it to someone who's inspired by the incidents. Gotcha. Uh, I would use this as momentum to say that in the movie that we're talking about, the incident that happens at the school can be used to leverage something gotcha. law-wise for a certain group of ideological people. To ban guns? To ban guns. Okay. So that's, that's, that'll, that'll, that'll rage out a certain part of the country. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so we have Jordan Peele. This is Jordan Peele's. <laughs> this is his job to make this work. The High School Shooting the Musical. Yeah, so you know it's not completely serious, but it is a very dark... Satire. Satire. Not politically correct. Incorrect. And fun and gross and gory and... and romantic. Because there romantic. will be like a romance between the... Um, there will be a forbidden love, although should not be perceived as forbidden because why can't two people race. just together... Who cares what you look like? What would... Oh, you know what would be great? Like when you have Tom Holland's music and then you have the hip-hop music kind of merging into merging a with mash. Ska. There should be a mashup. I think the whole thing's about mashups. There should be mashups. Yeah, I think so. Nice. I'm I, into it. I dig it. So that's High School Shooting the Musical, directed by Jordan Peele, written by... Uh, Matt Stone. Lynn Luell. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, and Matt Stone and Trey Parker of South Park fame. And uh, I'm pretty satisfied with this. Yeah? You don't think we need to beef up, like, more uh, story parts? Well, I mean, we could definitely go into the middle now that we have the okay, ending. Okay, fine. So, so we, Act 1 is Act one's fish out of water. Fish out of water. You see, like, a, uh, an outsider character coming into a pretty established situation where people are kind of separated by their musical taste mm-hmm. and their interest... That people are separated, and he's coming from a place where people weren't separated. People were kind of like, so this is kind of different for him. This is this is this has to take place in the suburbs. Yeah, you know right. that's where all that that's where all the division would take place in general. Because mm-hmm. if you go to a city, I mean, like I guess it might be like stick to your own kind in a city school, I guess. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I feel like there's just so much culture in the city that it's hard to avoid. Sure. Sure. So I'd see it like moving out. To, like, this guy's got to be from like Queens or something. He moves out to the Pennsylvania. Burbs. Yeah, he's got to move out to the Burbs or something, and uh, he's a complete fish out of water. So then, or so you have Act One, and then you have Act Two, which is like establishment of romance. I think. Yes. And then Act Three would be the the perceived battle. Well, there's got to be like there's got to be um, that people the from both from both. Uh, Genres, or what would you call it? There's people from both, from the several things that are kind of like pushing against him. Well, you know they're, what should they're happen? Testing him. They're before, testing before him before the fight, before the shooting happens. Uh-huh. A, the big fight should happen, but it should all come to a resolve that, that these two people love each other for who they are. Well, I think and that's like, all that really like matters. West, West Side Story was about. It's not East versus West. It's side. It's about you know uh, Latinos versus the Caucasians, pretty much. Yeah. And then there was the the white Italian kid, I think, who falls in love with the Latina, the Natalie Wood playing yeah. a Latina girl. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of like a Bronx Tales just kind of thing too, you know. That, that's uh-huh. in there. Um, so stick, stick to your own kind. Be with your own kind. Yeah. A boy like that will kill your brother. <laughs> <laughs> there should be that. It which is West Side Story is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I know. So I think. High school, the music, high school shooting, the musical should have several different inspirations. Sure, one is West Side Story. The other could be Romeo and Juliet. Uh, uh, what are what are other musicals? That, um, um, Sweeney Todd. 
Oh, for what? For the violence? For the violence Is the there, gore? like, American Idiot? That's like a punk rock musical. Yeah, that's, but that's I... Billy, that's Billy Joe I don't want to have anything to do with Green Day. Right. Sames. Sames. No offense to Green Day, but, like, I mean, you guys, come on. Musicals? Really? Musicals? You? No, you <laughs> did a great job, I'm sure. Uh, well, are there... I'm more familiar with, like, uh, musical films. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm familiar with like honestly, I grew up on Disney movies, so okay. those always have music in them. And like, so are we gonna have any animated animals talking? We should have the an- like the anime kids <laughs> could totally have animated animals. Well, a lot of those Disney early Disney movies always had like a a character of conscience, like Sebastian and Little Mermaid, or like. Well, the, then why doesn't the like maybe the stoner to, kids? Maybe there's like a group he needs of stoner to make a friend. That, he needs like he needs to make a f- couple of friends that are kind of like the outs. Maybe maybe the stoners. And, well, maybe he befriends a, a stoner kid who's yeah. kind of like a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah. I think he should have played by a young Jack Black in a time machine. <laughs> you know, a Jack Black type. A bl- uh, yeah, Jack Black type. Okay, cool. I like that. Yeah, because he needs to bounce off like. He needs someone that could kind of... The principal is played... Oh, one of the snooty liberal teachers. Uh Uh-huh. James Franco and Seth Rogen. Wow. Yeah. Bring them into the You don't want... You don't want... I don't think James Franco... I think you should have, like, Zoe Deschanel, who can sing, be, like, a teacher who's trying to, like, uh, help the kids. She can sing? Oh, yeah. She's... She and him. She's in the group She and Him. Yeah. Oh, she has a beautiful singing voice. I didn't know that. So we sh- we'll have Zoe Deschanel play a teacher. Okay. And she sings about tolerance. And she tries to, like, you know, help all the characters uh, unite. And she also gets her head blown off. Everyone gets their head blown off. Everyone dies in this. Mm-hmm. Let's, like, let's think of actors who do sing. Like, to play teachers. Samuel Jackson? Samuel Jackson. Can he sing? Doesn't matter. I don't know. All right, all right. Lawrence Fishburne's in this as the principal. Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne as Principal McTucket. Okay. Because the kids can have to say, hey, McTucket, why don't you make suck it? Nice. You know, just have those rhymes in there because you got to make a song. got to make guess, a song. I guess so. The teachers should have their own, like, the teachers should be obviously multicultural, but, like, very snooty, very elitist, liberal. Like, <laughs> I would have th- voted for Obama th- third term. <laughs> I think of like because um, always it's always sunny in Philadelphia had their musical episode yeah as well which is great I feel like Charlie Day is very he wants to be Charlie Day should be in this movie he should be a guidance counselor yes Charlie Day is a guidance counselor yeah his, his his scratchy voice would be funny for like maybe like he's in love with Zoe Deschanel maybe Glenn Howardson's in this too maybe we wow. got we got we got, we got some uh, a decent some sunny guys yeah we got some, we got a decent class of people comedians in here. and music musical singers yeah all right I dig it Ice I think Cube have... is okay. in it well that's with... just the movie that they had that was it fist fight fist fight well just... let's bring them back together Ice Cube and Charlie Day are the guy oh counselors. and Ice Cube could like have his hip hop song. Yeah, he's guiding them, and, and Charlie Day's trying to guide everybody because he's like, oh, inclusive and safe spaces and, and Well, stuff. they don't say it. They didn't, they, those terms didn't exist in the 90s. No, but that's where they started. They were starting to exist. Oh, then. PC culture did. Because, yeah, PC told. Well, I mean, let, let's just be fair. PC culture has, didn't, was not a phenomenon that came out of the 90s. PC culture is stuff that came out of uh, Maoist China and, right. and, and Marxist uh, and, and Marxist political ideologies to control people's thoughts essentially to make to shift the narrative like if you are politically correct i have respect for you obviously but like you should know that you are just fueling the fire of racism by being politically correct because it was created to control racism to the point where you couldn't call things racist anymore and it was only putting the power in it of white people who seem to like telling other people what they should and shouldn't be offended by Okay. That's just how I feel. <laughs> sure. I mean, and you're entitled to that. That's fine. That's right. And I, I, I also I, just I, think I, I it's just that. a good way to, you should treat all people nice. Yeah, but like you and I wouldn't be considered politically correct anyway because of the things that we like. Okay. Like what? Any of our, any horror movie, not politically correct. Uh-huh. Uh, any TV shows that we watch that you and I enjoy, it's always sunny, not politically correct. It's not. No, we're not politically correct people because we get satire. We understand it. Sure. But if you had mel- like it, but it bothers me to hear and to even say people like, well, Charlie Chaplin would never have been able to make his Great Dictator movie. 
mm-hmm. today because he would be considered a Nazi because he was making a movie that he was, was satirizing. Di- yeah, he was the dictator. Yeah, or yeah. Mel Brooks. Right. Would Mel Brooks be able to like make uh, the history Blazing of the world, Saddles. Blazing Saddles, the history history of the world part yeah, they one? Would be, I am highly offended by this. These are these are things that like art. You you can't go around censor words or art, even if you don't like the, the art that comes out of it. Like you have to understand that that's the way. So that it is. when we produce, or when Mr. Hollywood produces high school shooting the musical, we have to make sure that we're we're coming from a place where we we're offending for the sake of delivering a message. Yeah. Essentially, it's like, all right, so some people troll just to troll. Well, others troll well, to make a point. I don't, I mean, I don't want to, okay, so not, sorry not to, sorry to interrupt you, but like, um, th- there are people that are going to get, that would be hurt by a movie of such. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe the people the, that the lost, family, their, the lost families. their families in, in school Absolutely, shootings. absolutely. But you know what? Gus Van Zant made Elephant. He did. So, and, and you know what? I shouldn't be, I, I should, I, no, no one making a movie should be told by somebody else because they lost somebody in a situation. That they can't like, make it. That they can't make something. Right. It's like, okay, well, how about you just don't see the movie? Because we're not making fun of it. No, we're not making fun of it at all. Shooting people is wrong. In fact, that's, but the reason why people get shot needs to also be examined. Well, we're using, we're using the musical um, genre to deliver uh, the message of like of yeah I, I hate I yeah we're sounding like uh we have to do tolerance to, I mean yeah but that's essentially what we're doing I don't even consider it that I just consider it being real be real with people musicals your musical it will it, it, it musicals are of the fantasy almost of they the are of the fantasy but like genre. we can still be real with the people about how we feel about like uh-huh. what's going on and, and also this well, the is a delivery time piece. system is entertainment this is also yeah and but this is a timepiece. You know, because right. this this is this is set how many years ago? Oh, oh my god! But seventeen why, why, fucking years ago. Why does it have to be set during that time? Uh, you know what? It doesn't necessarily have. It could to be, be present set. day. It could be present day, and it just feels like that. Because uh, because uh, maybe La La Land will, uh, you know, help bring musical movies back into uh, the theaters. You think so? I hope so. You hope so. Every uh, every October, I'm seeing Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh huh. And I actually go see Rocky Horror, as well, and like on like on uh, like stage play and everything, not just a shadow cast thing, and but like uh, I think this could be uh, developed into a Broadway play as well. I agree. Cool. So then we we could sell that to Mr. Hollywood, because like yeah, I think I've noticed a trend that like there's waitress on Broadway, there's Amelie on Broadway, uh, Groundhog Day is coming as a musical. Should I go that way for Holland Tunnel? Uh, I think he... Oh, yeah. Holland Tunnel. All right. So, we're almost home. So, we got to wrap it up. Yeah. Make it right here. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Just follow East 78 Holland Tunnel. Yeah. And we are... So, yeah. We are going to wrap it up. We could see New York... The We could see New York City. We could we, see its jagged teeth. Like that song. Right in front of us. Death and Cat. thank you for... Thank you for joining us on this road trip. It was a different podcast episode uh sean will be back soon for the next one and uh yeah so did you have fun will i had a great time we managed to do it we managed to do it and it was just like a conversation you and i would have would have anyway and this is how this the podcast began because we would talk about movies we'd want to see there it is there's the empire i mean that's the world one world trade oh it's home we're home we should make a uh, World Trade Center movie we should not right before the plane hits oh we should not it's a musical they're singing on the plane. Right. No, the plane still hits. No, the buildings are singing. <gasps> <laughs> it's a Pixar and a musical. Oh my god, that's terrible. That's terrible that's and offensive. Terrible. And I love it. I love it because it is those things, and that's what is awesome about being an American. That you can be offended. To be an American. You know what else? If, if I want, if this is bef- if this is set in ninety nine, this is also. Pre nine eleven. Pre nine eleven. Pre nine eleven. America. Pre nine eleven. America was a crazy time, guys. It was a better time. It was a better time. Way better time. I remember it really well, actually. Things just seemed a little bit more simple. Yep. But you know what? Americans needed to remember something. Now everyone's afraid. Everyone's afraid. Keep people afraid. There's a plane literally coming at us. We're like in near Newark Airport. There's a plane right over our heads. Did you know? Now, this plane that's over our heads, if that plane exploded, even though we're below it and it's above us, we would feel that blast. Oh, yeah. 
We would likely be dead I because saw, of the debris. I saw Mission Impossible 3. What happened in that? Tom Cruise got kicked back from uh, an explosion. From an airplane in the sky? No. They were just shooting missiles at him. But he got kicked back. It looked awesome. What? Tom Cruise just looks awesome in any kind of running situation. Running Tom Cruise is one of my favorite genres. What, when he's running? Yeah, just watching him run. Oh, I know it's That's a genre when, he, in a, when he's in running and all itself. of a sudden it goes boom and he hits the, he yeah, hits yeah, the yeah, car yeah, door. Yeah, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's the bad guy. Yeah, wow. Yes. He was, he's a great actor. Yes. Okay, Rest so. His soul. All right, we're about to hit the tolls. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening and we'll be back next time on the Pitch It Movie Podcast. Okay, goodbye. Thanks goodbye. for listening. You've been listening to the Pitch It Movie Podcast. If you like what you've heard, do us a favor and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on your favorite podcast app. And please don't forget to leave us a comment, too. Listen and subscribe to the Pitch It Movie Podcast on your favorite podcast app to automatically get the latest episode every week for free.